Hello everyone, and welcome to Cracker Classics. Can we still watch this? A weekly podcast where we take a quote-unquote classic movie and decide whether it's still relevant and appropriate for the 21st century. My name is Ian. My name is Joshua. And we're two white guys who love watching classic movies, but are really uncomfortable with how backwards they tend to be. Yeah. So for each episode, we will take a highly revered movie from back in the day and watch it to see if we can still consider it good through modern eyes. This episode is on Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. First impressions? Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Uh, I've literally seen the song and the umbrella. Yeah, that's what I've seen. (laughs) And I know he was really sick when they recorded that scene. And other than that, I know nothing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had like 104 fever and was like seriously ill. <laughs> Props to him. Right? That's the level of dedication I'll never yeah. have. Well, he was a classy guy when I know about him. Um, I, I don't even know the plot. I know there's rain and there's singing. I and that's about it. I a little bit on it. And the plot... <laughs> It takes place in the late 20s in Hollywood. Okay. Right in between when Hollywood was going from silent to talking films. So it should be pretty racist. Probably. And I imagine there's nothing but white people in the movie. Most That's likely. That's my knee-jerk impression. Are we anticipating uh, offensive stereotypes to pop up? Probably. I mean, it's the 1920s and it was filmed in the 50s. Probably a little late for blackface, but we could see some yellow face. Oh, give me some yellow face. Hell, it could be blackface, too. Uh. I mean, <laughs> Jazz Singer was around that time. When... Jazz Singer was 29. Right, but that was around that time. It was first oh, talking uh, picture. Okay, was, yeah, as yeah. far as when the movie takes place. Yeah, yeah, when it takes place. Not when it was made. See, if they that's where decided I'm... to make a stupid choice okay, and okay. do blackface in the 50s. <laughs> Not sure that was a stupid choice in the 50s. Uh... Probably. Probably. <laughs> I, I, I like to think they were better by then, but... True. You know, it didn't seem... I'm not even going to finish that sentence because I thought of a couple examples of blackface <laughs> that came in the 60s. Never mind. Oh, there's blackface as late as... Yesterday. 90. Yesterday? Probably. Somewhere. Oh, well, we did have the... Um... The Halloween costumes a couple of years ago, where that white chick was crazy eyes from Orange is the New Black, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it still happens. It's still a problem. It's still a thing. Anyway. Let's hope no blackface and sing it in the rain. Yeah, I want to like this movie. It yeah, seems me too. It seems like good, wholesome fun. Right. I really hope it is good, wholesome fun. <laughs> I read up on it that it took time for it to be a, considered a classic. It first came out like, yeah, it was good, everyone liked it, but it didn't make a huge hoopla. Yeah. It wasn't even nominated for Best Picture or anything. It, was, hmm. it took a few years for everyone to be like, you know, this is really good. And it's still Those good. are usually the best. Yeah. I hope that we'll have a good time watching this movie. I can't see why not, aside from stereotypes of the time and probably completely whitewashed. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, shall we then? Yeah, let's go watch this movie. We Hooray. shall be back halfway through with our intermission. With our intermission impressions. Intermission impressions. That's, that's what it. it is. We'll be back.
Alright, we are halfway through Singing in the Rain. Yes. What do you think so far? Uh, I'm loving it. It's a lot more entertaining than Gone with the Wind. Oh, yes. <laughs> most definitely. I, um, I agree. Gene Kelly is friggin' amazing. He's just... good. He's kind of a chauvinist, though. Oh, just it's... a smidge. Well, I mean, it's the 50s. It is the 50s. It's... It suits his role. Oh, it's perfect for his role. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, definitely chauvinistic. And there's the element of the girl exists to make his world complete. Yeah, he's met a girl who says no to him. Oh no! So of course he's madly in love because she said no to him. Yeah, pretty much. Then becomes a, starts the creepy stalkery thing, which wasn't too creepy. I mean, he, no, he was looking bad. for her, but he never found her until. And in finding her, he didn't, like, chase her home or anything. He just right. showed up on set where she was and was like, hey. It's just that <laughs> creepy moment in the car. Yeah. That was a little weird. But I, the... I did, did you notice that the fourth wall was broken there? He was no. singing. He, he was speaking right to the camera when he was talking about uh, the, um, the things of being an actor. Yeah. Uh, there was definitely fourth wall breakage. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know they did this back then. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Breaking the fourth wall has been around for a while. Yeah, but I mean, like in films. I mean, it's been... Mm. It was in plays and whatnot, but... Yeah. It wasn't something that films did. I don't think. Maybe I just need to watch more old movies. Who knows? We'll get there. We'll see more. Uh, I love the fake town names as he's telling his coming up story. Oakville, Nebraska. <laughs> Coyoteville, New Mexico. Yeah, I want to find that town. <laughs> I can picture Oatmeal, Nebraska. It's very, very white and bland, and you got to mix it with water. Yes. And Coyoteville, New Mexico is just desert. Nowhere. A couple of adobe houses. And the occasional howl. The tumbleweeds. <laughs> it paints a vivid picture, I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just in that short montage. Your mind yep. went, didn't it? Yep. Um, uh, let's see. Anything else problematic? Yes, uh, there was blackface in the background. Yeah, in one of the... Movies they were filming. It's the only uh, non-white depiction at all, and I'm pretty sure it was blackface. Yep. Um, It was that. Yeah, it is definitely a white movie. Very white movie. Very, very white. But so far, not terribly problematic. Really? Minor sexism, but again, the times... Yeah. You just sort of feel bad for Lena because they are kind of picking on her. That is her character. She totally deserves it, though. Oh my god. She is the worst. There's the whole thing with her voice and everything, which did happen to a lot of silent stars. It did. You know, they had this huge silent career, but they had an awful voice. And so when they went to talking. Yeah. Yeah. It is a thing that happened, but I still just feel bad for Lena. I do Even not. though she's kind of a gold digger. She is definitely yeah. the worst. 
She's not Scarlet Worst. No. But she is in the in this movie, she is the worst. <laughs> she is kind of your typical prima donna actress of Yeah. Alright. I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Yeah, let's go back to it. We shall finish this up and see how much we like it in the end. Alright. Well that done. That was singing in the rain. That was singing in the rain. They didn't lie. There was singing in the rain. Definitely. Which we knew that already. I mean, yeah. It's the one part we knew. Yeah. Although I now have a much better understanding of Animaniacs. This is true. They yeah. ripped off quite a bit from this movie. And yeah. I'm glad they did. <laughs> yeah. I think they ripped off a lot of... Well, yeah. ...from that time. I think as we continue this and I see more of these classic movies, I will think the same more and more. Probably, yeah. But definitely from Singing in the Rain, those the big musical oh, numbers. Yes. The, I mean, there's a lot of movies. A lot like of the vaudeville zaniness yeah. too. Like several of those bits were just definitely lifted. In. Yeah. Cosmo <laughs> in this movie could totally have just been in the Animaniacs. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but man, these are really hard to do when a movie's not that problematic. No, not really. I mean, it is a very it's... white movie. <laughs> It's very white, that. but there's, I mean, that's, it, it, it's not overtly problematic, I guess. It's, no, it, it's enough that it's noticeable. Uh, it's literally not. Well, it's also 1920s Hollywood. True. There were no people of color in 1920s Hollywood. Yeah, I suppose. If they were, they were playing slaves or whatever. Yeah. They didn't come up in this movie. Nope. But yeah, it's really good. I very, very much good. enjoyed that movie. It was very funny. Uh, yes, very funny. Jane uh, Kelly is an incredible dancer. Yeah. Knew um, that going into it, though. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but I just didn't... Like, I knew it, but I didn't know it. Yeah. And now I definitely now you know can fully it. appreciate yes, it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, there was a slight stereotyping a little bit. The Italians... Oh, yeah. That was that pretty was, bad. That was really bad. Three gangsters made to look Italian. One has a scar on his face. Huge scar. Flipping All flipping coins. And then, and, and I have no idea, I wrote down one line from Broadway Rhythm in a gay white way. Gay I have no way. idea what that means, but it just, like, I mean, I know gay is meant to be happy, especially in this time. But the white part yeah, kind of bugs me. Way? Like, what's the white way? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be shown what the white way I is. Just... And I think that's got to... <laughs> it just... Yeah. Other... It... That, that was the one serious cringe in this movie. Honestly, was that line and the Italians. And the Italians, yeah. And they're both in the same musical number. Which kind of dragged on. I did feel it just kind of kept going at one point. I'm like, well, okay, we can end this musical number now. I don't know. I thought it was great. I mean, it was fine. I didn't think it went you know, on the bright too colors. Long. It was very long, really but it was very enjoyable. I didn't. I, at no point did I feel like, okay, we can get this over with now. I reached. I was fine with that. that. <laughs> like none of the other songs. Like everything was a you know decent length, but that one just felt like it. Eh, just went a little longer than it needed to. Minor criticism. Yeah, I'm splitting. I'm picking at whatever I can here, just because we got to have some really content. Really, pretty good. <laughs> Recommend this movie, most definitely. Could and they remake it today? Yes, 
Is it worth remaking today? As long as it's not all white people. I agree. <laughs> Wasn't it Tiffany Haddish who has said that the the racial twists that Hollywood's doing now is <laughs> really cool? We should keep that up. Black girl playing Little Mermaid. Yep. But yeah, if we could have not all white people, if we remake <laughs> this movie, that would be fine. Well, I mean, get into those song and dance numbers and definitely be, because most of the talent these days is... Not white. Exactly. So you kind of, you would have, you would almost have to. Yeah. If you were to remake it. I suppose you'd have to be impressed at the fact of all the dancers in this movie. Every single one of them was white. Uh, you gotta admire their uh, dedication to keep up the... <laughs> The monochromatic. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, anything else, or? No, I'm, yeah, recommend it. I'd see it again. Definitely see it again. Yeah. If it's on, I will watch it happily. Mm-hmm. Alright, that was Singing in the Rain. That was Singing in the Rain. That is it for this episode of Cracker Classics. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. We will see you next time.